0: there my name's lemon and this is irregular irregular is an irregularly produced podcast focusing on irregular conversations with irregular people now that i've adequately explained the name let's get to the topic furries easily the most numerous and amalous of internet subcultures the furry community is pervasive and expansive they've got their own dating sites auction houses wiki sites gaming clans conventions if it exists on the internet there's probably a furry version of it but just who are the people behind it? Sometimes that's difficult to pin down. Is it a fetish group or is it an art commune? Is it people who draw Roger Rabbit for their DeviantArt page? Or is it people who dress up in fursuits to have sex? A frivolous quirk or an all-consuming life identity? The answer to all these questions is yes. Or at least it can be depending on who you're talking to. And for this episode, BootsRainGear and I are talking to three very different people with three very different views on what the community means to them. I hope it's informative, and if you only listen to one podcast this year with a discussion of prosthetic dog penises, let it be this one. Things get irregular, now. Oh,
1: Boots, how are you doing tonight? Oh, awesome. I'm totally awesome. Awesome. Why are you awesome? I'm awesome cuz we have some really exciting people to talk to.
0: Are you excited about talking about furries tonight? I'm really excited to talk about furries. How many furries would you like to talk to? Uh all of them. Well, that's too bad cuz we're only going to talk to 3. But they do seem like a good 3 people that'll uh explore this mystery of furries for us. First we we've got Kay, Devin. Kay, how you doing?
2: Hey, I'm doing just fine. How about you?
0: I'm doing great. <laughs> what what uh can I ask what sort of uh fur sona like like fur animal do you associate yourself with
2: depends on how i'm feeling but most of the time i'm a shiba inu
0: a shiba inu briefly what that, is that
2: that is a species of dog that looks very much like a fox crossed with a teddy bear uh very popular in japan <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. okay so it's a real thing
2: yes yeah. uh, okay. they're extremely popular on tumblr too you'll find them everywhere
0: sure sure <laughs> Uh Next up we got uh Ari or lion dog Ari as apparently he wants to be called ari how you doing i'm doing well i didn't force you to call me that I said if you wanted to okay you could. fair fair <laughs> enough uh, so uh, uh, does that mean that your your first owner is a is a lion dog it actually just a lion, and the dog part we could probably get into
3: later, but the actual just physicality of it is a lion
0: lion d a w w g no it wouldn't oh, damn it <laughs> I don't have any bling. Oh, fair enough. Uh, finally, we have Veneer Morrow. Veneer, how you doing?
4: Doing pretty good.
0: Uh, what what persona do you uh, 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 go under? I, heard
4: of- I am a Stop snow leopard.
0: Out. A snow leopard. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, let's start out. Can you tell me a little bit about um, your first your first realization about like I am a furry. And it, was it? I mean, it, was it an internet discovery? Was it? Was it something that you're watching something and it occurred to you? Like, w- what what happened that made that kind of that kind of hit?
4: May I go first? Yeah, please. Well, I have been obsessed with animals for my whole life. When I was little, I loved them. Grew up around them. Had horses. Everything. And as I got older and started developing my art skills, I was drawing them constantly. And I actually started drawing furries before I even knew what they were. Okay. And then my sophomore year of high school, one of my friends saw me and was like, what are you doing? I was like, um, drawing a wolf person thing. They're like, do you know what that is? Uh, no. And that's how I found out about furries. My friend <laughs> was a furry and he's like, dude, you're a furry. Oh, my what? God. you were What's you were, that? Were, <laughs> Let me show you.
0: You were drawing your calling card without realizing what you were doing.
4: Exactly. I mean, I have since changed from a wolf to a snow leopard, but, yeah, that's how I found out about it. Now, how often does that
0: happen where you're changing from one, I mean, from one, it seems like, it seems like nobody seems to have, like, oh, yes, I'm a wolf, and that's what I am as a wolf. There's always kind of like a, I'm a wolf by certain. day, I'm a tiger, but No.
3: No. Well, I mean, I can agree with you that it does occur a lot. But for me personally, it's not like that at all. I've always been a lion. I've been a lion since I was like 14 when I – I don't know. I, I found the the community through the art. And really when I found the community – this is back in 94. So it was like, it was like finding the community before there was a community. And so it was predominantly just through the art and then exploring the identity myself. I really didn't find – a community in sense until two or three years after I found the art. So, but no, not everyone switches species. Some people are, some people stay with one and go for it because it's a little bit more personal to them perhaps. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, would you also uh, say that, that have- the, that the art was the, was the touch touchstone
2: for me? Definitely. Um, I started out in uh, second grade. We went to a wolf sanctuary and that pretty much hit it off for me. I, um, i don 't remember how I started drawing uh, animal people, probably through the concept of werewolves, but it 's just one of those things where either you are or you aren't i suppose
0: okay and then mm. and did it become more did it become more pronounced as a, like did you start drawing more and, and
2: Well, when I actually started actually studying drawing. Um, I was still drawing wolf people. It was my primary thing that I drew. I didn't really have a desire to move on to other things until I actually met the fandom um, through my boyfriend at the time. He saw me drawing some fan art of a video game that happened to Have a Cat Girl. And he said, oh, you draw these things. And then he introduced me to Fricadia and it spiraled from there.
0: So, so was this one, so one of those things where you, where you discovered the site and you said, oh, my God, that's how I think? Or was it like being yeah. introduced to kind of different ideas?
2: It's sort of like, oh, there are other people that like these things that I do, too. It's okay. – it's very nice to be able to find somebody that, for example, there's video games, and then, oh, you happen to like these cartoons and, you know, whatever, what have you. Would you say, and
0: this is this is for everyone, would you say that that uh, a, being a furry is, is more about identity or more of a fetish?
3: <laughs> Ooh. That's a define,
0: tough one. Define, define fetish. What do you mean by fetish? I guess a fetish would be something that That personally, like, like, okay. So there's, I mean, there's people that are that are into bondage, and that's what they do. And then there's people that are into bondage, and that's that's how they live, and they walk around with, you know, they want everyone to know that they're into bondage. So it's like a 24-hour lifestyle, right? Fetishized
2: that depends on who you ask yeah it really
0: depends on who you ask specifically
3: um well for me personally i don't think it's a it's a 24 7 but i also have like a, a different identity towards furry whereas i don't it's it's more of a a spiritual thing for me so it's like something that exists within me it's an aspect of self so i can't it's not like something i can put down but that doesn't mean that i wear my fursuit 24-7 or that I think I'm a lion trapped in a man's body or anything like that it's more of just like uh, a projection that I carry along almost a reminder Um, and it's something that I use to kind of keep a closeness with my youth and like A touch with my more animalistic side so you're
0: saying for you're saying for you it's it's like a spirit animal thing like a native american peyote dropping spirit animal thing
3: no not 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 native american peyote dropping spirit animal thing although that's fun too it's just i don't think i don't (laughs) think it's specific to that it's just it's a it's an it's an entity within myself that i've identified i can't attribute it to any to any written something, I can't attribute it to anything someone else has written down. It's just, it's what works for me. Okay. How about you, Kay?
0: What would you say?
2: Um, let's see. For me, it. I'm not very. I'm not a very spiritual person. For me, largely, it's a creative endeavor.
0: Okay. Creative. Creative. How?
2: Um, the variability of being being able to create a world, create a character, um, draw comics about them. It's like fan fiction, but not quite as pathetic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Veneer, what would you say, um, where where would you lie on this this identity versus fetish kind of idea?
4: Uh, For me, I am mostly in it for the community and the friends um, and for the art, because I'm an artist uh, by career. So I try to make money off of it a little bit. And just love being around the people. It's it's not really defining my lifestyle or anything. I mean, I've picked up a few traits. Like, I've I i I've always kind of purred, but I, like, purr more now. Okay. And I'll, I'll do silly little things like, you know, maybe I'll, I'll pretend to wag my tail or something or, you know, maybe make little puppy noises now and then. But it, it really it, – it's only around my friends. It's not like it defines who I am. I'm not shy about it because – I really don't think furries are all that bad. For me, there's not a huge sexual side to it. It's just I love animals, and I love the art.
0: You say there's not a huge sexual side to it, but then if I go to for your... For me, for me personally. For you, okay. You're saying maybe larger to the extent of the community, yes, but to you, no.
4: Yeah, and a lot of the people that I associate with in the furry fandom are actually the same way. I found that there is as many furs that are clean furs per se as there are furs that are into the art fetishes and other fetishes
1: sure okay sure um can we uh can we talk about fur suits yeah yes, please sure. okay. oh boy yeah um, yes.
4: yes please i love so, them to death
1: okay
0: so you guys all have fur
1: suits
4: <laughs> i do right? i have a no
0: <laughs> and i have one yeah uh, so d- let me ask let me ask you do you do you want to have a fur suit
2: no <laughs> Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> why? I got to know why you don't want to have a person.
1: <laughs> yeah, Yeah, I'm, I'm curious too.
4: <laughs> do you want the list?
1: <laughs> yeah, I do. Some you
4: people can, yeah. can see the heat and stuff, you know? It's really hot in those oh, things. Oh, it's not that I hate them. I, I
2: love them. They're great to watch, but they're just hell to be in. <laughs> they're, they're hot. They're sweaty. You can't see. They cost, like, some of them go up to $5,000. Oh. Uh, $10,000. They're works of art. I'd be afraid of ruining it. There's... And I don't feel personally connected to my character in such a way that I would want to dress up as them.
0: So you you, you feel they're nice and, and yes and, and good. They're it's nice. Something that you don't. They're personally nice. I
2: love and appreciate the people that um, you know spend their entire convention in a suit. I just can't do it myself.
0: <laughs> I actually wanted to say that that I mean, you know, if if you see if you see a TV show or like you know any sort of camera crew that goes to Comic Con then it'll always be we're at comic-con and then like you know here's you know some people from uh, venture brothers and you know here's 50 batmen and and here's some weird you know fetish outfits that are that are in that so so obviously in my mind if i think furry convention i'm assuming everyone's in a suit it's not
4: but now i'm realizing no that's not the case at all the suits
0: are
3: yeah the significant minority yeah,
2: there's been an increase in, um, you know, regular sort of comic book style. Um, you know, we see Doctor Who occasionally. Uh, My Little Ponies have increased in fursuits. Uh, and, uh, and in <laughs> most, most people do not uh, dress up in a fursuit. suit. <laughs>
1: i gotta make aspects. a note about this uh this this apparent my little my, this apparent brony uh, rivalry here
0: yeah it's it's uh, i did i did not well no, no i kind of did expect it, it. it. <laughs> it's because it, it like hit the it hit
3: the fandom like anthrax and now it's everywhere it's just uh, oh my
4: i don't understand it at all <laughs> I,
0: I, are you are you losing people from the furry community into the brony community
3: no, I I I have no idea, but I I don't think that there's actually it's like a segment I guess at this point. Mm-hmm. It's like furries who identify as bronies, and it's just I don't I don't know what it means, and I purposefully stay ignorant of it because it scares me. But um, I I just, I just I see it everywhere, <laughs> and it makes me cringe.
2: Yeah, I'm actually slightly involved with the brony community, and I have to say that while some of them are extremely embarrassing people, there are also a large amount of people that just like the show for what it is.
4: Most I guess of that kind of goes for furs, too, you know? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I can't really judge someone for it. Like, who the hell am I to say that a person who loves My Little Pony is wrong when I'm like, fuck yeah, furries, but it's just... <laughs> It's it, uh, it just seems there's, unnecessary, and, and there's so much pink and yellow, and it looks like someone threw up <laughs> skittles. I just
1: can't, can't
4: take it. Well, you know, even you you said about how there's that small group of people that kind of make that brony community look bad. It's the same for furries. I mean, even that, uh, it just there's people that are very very scary on there, but there's a lot of people that are just normal, and, and even in professional jobs that are furries.
0: Um, Which is, I, I mean, that's actually, well, something else is, is that, uh, that uh, furries are, I mean, it's such a huge, mass. I mean, there's, there's as, far as, as far as internet subcultures go, it's a pretty big one. Like, if there's anything that's popular, there will be the furry version of that, you know? Any website will have the furry version of that website, any video game will have, like, the specific group of the of furries that play that video game. Um and so, so what,
2: we, what you're saying is we're like the Borg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you want to put it in
1: separate nerd terms, sure.
0: Yeah, totally. <laughs> but but I, I find it I find it interesting how how people will I mean some furry will do something obnoxious and then all of a sudden it's it's you know it's it's always about how it reflects on the community where it's a big fucking community. It's you can't. And yes, I, we're so-
2: I and yet we're so territory. close together. The moment anything anything drama wise explodes, everybody hears about it.
3: I, I have a kind of a personal reservation about the people who are just a little bit too extreme, or who project themselves a little bit too loudly, and then become, you know, that person. Because I've almost been that person a couple of times.
0: Well, now, what do you mean by extreme? Well, I mean, like, what's I mean, the I, line that people cross? That, that all right? That, so.
3: That, I wear my fursuit out and I wear it to cons and my fursuit has nipples and my fursuit nipples are pierced. Sure. So so to some people like that is offensive and that is crossing a line and and I don't think it is. So there I mean there are definitely other little drama stories about like the people like screwing each other on the hood of someone's car out in New Jersey or like all oh, these yeah. other like
4: I gotta add something that the media is all about sex and things that sell so if it's weird and people cringe at it it sells because people are like "Ew, what seriously and it's like a a, watching a train wreck you can't look away so they find the worst possible part of something and that's what makes the rest of it look bad it could be like the smallest part of it but that's still what people see yeah
3: but i've been called out by other furries for simply having a suit with nipples on it and wearing it out and, and wearing it at cons. It's not like I'm out on the street corner dancing for cars that drive by. I'm simply at a con in my fursuit, and I've had people say that that's wrong.
4: It's because and, furries are scared. They don't want to look bad. They want to try and make themselves look good. Well, so, they're
2: sick of all the bad press that they've gotten, such as the original Vanity Fair article, and they just don't want any more of it. Exactly. Uh,
3: I'm afraid that you can't really – that you can't do that because there's people in your community, in the furry community that are like that and I am one of them. And it doesn't mean I'm going to go out and like screw everything inside out in public but it isn't fair to shun an aspect of the community simply because the community is by definition a creative expression of self. You can't really define what furry is because it's different for everyone. So why is what I do you – know, why has what I do pointed out as wrong inside you know, a con
0: environment? Let's, let's, let's switch tact here a little bit. How do you feel that your, uh, your involvement with community, let's start with Kay here, um, how do you feel that your involvement with community has, has, has changed uh, through the years?
2: My personal involvement or the fandom?
0: No, no, you're, this is not about the larger community, I'm talking about you personally
2: it largely depends on the social circle. Uh right now most of my friends are furries and I'm staying in the fandom because I honestly like the people involved. Um so it's it's not-
0: it's, it's more social than anything else?
2: Yes, social and also um like Veneer said it's a way to get some quick money if you need it, you know.
0: <laughs> how how does that how I mean how many commissions do you end up do you end up doing all right on commissions is that
2: it's very hard. Um, it's a very, very, very competitive scene. And only the very popular people that uh, go convention hopping and make, their, like, make themselves known have been known since the 70s. They're the ones that are most successful. Yeah. But so, for people so, just starting out, uh, you have to be extremely lucky or have a lot of very popular friends in order to uh, really make much headway.
1: The one thing you just said there really struck me you said since the 70s. As, yes, has, um, has the, it's, there's it's been a, a furry old... community since the 70s.
2: Yes, um I believe they were first distribute uh, the furry thing was first made known through uh, zines and fan publications. Um Usenet and so forth as the internet started to develop and sure. then as as the internet blossomed it just took hold. Right. But uh, the people that we you know have been in since the '70s are um, often referred to as gray muzzles. <laughs> that's,
0: that's cute. <laughs> so, is there is there is there sort of is I guess is there is there is there media that's kind of that's kind of where you you see you see some sort of art and you go, "Holy shit that 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 changes my mind on things."
2: Honestly, as an art artist, I appreciate people who really, really know anatomy and coloring and other such things. Um, a lot of people do are awakened sort of by spiritual art, which is very popular, but I don't really have such a connection to it. I just I just like the pretty pictures. <laughs> sure.
1: Is it right if I take this in a different direction? Yeah, please. Uh, I've got a question for Ari. Sure. Uh, you, you said that you've been a furry since 1994? Uh, since mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now that was the year that the Lion King came out. Is that? Oh
3: wow! Oh,
2: that's a good question.
3: You're good at research. Um, no, no, <laughs> I, I'm not. A, there, there's like a whole sub segment of Lion King furs. I'm not a Lion King fur, and unfortunately, there's there's no uh, there's no connection between the two. I actually, I don't even really like the Lion King. Okay, so know. it's not so, that. So no, you're,
1: you're saying it's a, it's a strict coincidence. You're you're more. You're more into acting like a a real life lion or?
3: No, it's actually just more of a a personification of like, if you were to describe a lion and its inherent traits, like throughout, you know, media, like written media and all that stuff, you'd think the lion was like a proud animal and an honorable animal and a a number of other traits. And those are just the things that I kind of see within myself. And I just use that, that animal representation kind of as like as a reminder and i've made a character out of it to kind of you know blend more seamlessly into the furry community um but and it does in in the character the anthropomorphic character does you know mean something to me now but um i mean really when i say i've been a furry since 14 if i was to fully subscribe to my own beliefs and i was a furry since day zero and i just figured it out when i was 14
1: sure
0: would you? But if, if you if you're creating if you're saying you know these are these are traits that I have or at least that I aspire to have you know I I'm, I'm solitary I'm proud I really like to eat zebra um, <laughs> <laughs> if if those are if those are traits that you have but then you create a separate character doesn't that help doesn't that hinder you folding those those traits into yourself?
3: It's not a separate character for me. It's not like – it's not a false projection. I mean the reason why my character – like my fursuit has nipples and nipple rings is because I have nipples and nipple rings and I just want to assume a likeness as close as I possibly can to – you know, if I was to project myself as a furry, if I could make that a reality, what would I look like? Well, I'd look like my fursuit more than likely.
4: Well, okay. I,
1: I guess that brings us back to the first suits, um, but we should probably talk to Veneer first since she hasn't said much in a bit. Uh, tell mm-hmm. us about your suit.
4: Uh, mine, I actually am kind of going through rough times right now financially, so I wasn't able to commission a couple thousand dollar suit as that I would as I would like to of my Snow Leopard. Sure. So instead, I searched out uh, for a decent suit that was cheaper, and I w- was able to find a Red Husky that I fell in love with and so I bought her and now she's my little baby
0: that is seriously one of the cutest things I've heard <laughs> in so long wait until you like see her, Oliver, she's
4: so adorable it's like, it's like an
0: Oliver Twist thing like, I wish I <laughs> had a snow leopard but I don't have the money for a snow leopard so I had to get this red husky but I love it anyway oh, I, she's
2: so adorable <laughs> it's about the
0: human spirit, really <laughs>
1: <laughs> is is so, there a is, is there like a common marketplace where uh, where one finds uh, you know buys and sells? Like, is there to to do people you, buy you commission an
3: artist essentially like using the furry social networks you can find artists they're either advertising or you can re refer to one from a friend and then you just essentially commission an artist provide them a Actually, character reference make one yourself. There is Furby
4: too. Yeah, furby. I was gonna get as I was gonna say too. Furby. Yeah, Furby. That's where yeah. I got mine. Hmm? So that's where I got my fursuit suit. So
0: now, if I if I think about if I think about a used fursuit I think that it's probably really hot and sweaty and kind of nasty inside.
2: There are ways to clean
4: them.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: There I are would, specific
4: I... ways.
3: I would be avert to ever buying a used head because typically you can't clean heads, at least on the inside, and it's typically foam on the inside, and foam is like a sponge, and that's really gross.
2: I would be wary of any used uh, suits because... A lot, of, a lot of auctions actually state, oh, barely used, only used a few times for this or that. So people are very conscious about uh, what suits have been used for previously. There was a scandal some time ago about a uh, suit that was sold on Furby. And it was revealed to have been used in, apparently, if I've got this right, a sex video or something. Sure. Uh, and so people are very conscious about that sort of thing.
0: Wouldn't you be able to figure that out by the fact that there was a giant hole in the crotch of the fursuit?
2: Well, it's funny you should say that. Uh, There's a term for that. (laughs) Uh, Ooh. It's it's an SPH. (laughs) Yes, a a strategically placed hole. (laughs) And this isn't true of all fursuits, but typically if you see a, a... like some guy wearing some cut-off shorts or whatever over their suit, they might
4: have an SPH.
3: <laughs> it's no, there's, no, there's no might involved. It's a guarantee.
4: <laughs> well, my suit is a partial suit where it's only hands, arms, head, and tail, and I'm going to get feet paws someday. Yeah, and she had built it mainly to sell it, so it had only been worn a couple times when I like requested a video of it and stuff. So,
0: Okay. So a strategically placed hole. Um,
4: <laughs> Darn, strategic. my diversion didn't work. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> the
0: idea of, of of fucking in fursuits, is that
4: Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Not very often. It is You're extremely full. rare.
3: I, it's not as it's not as <laughs> rare as you think. No. And um and it does Yeah, but it
4: can't be comfortable. It it does happen, yes, but yeah. Probably not very often. My God, I would not be able to stand that. I, I mean, well, I, I mean, get I get hot and sweaty just sitting still. It's like, how can you do that?
0: I didn't say it wasn't a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but it's worth it. Is that is that what
3: you're saying? I mean, to to the individual, to me, yeah. I mean, it's okay. definitely it's not a it's not a prolific thing in the fandom by any means. I'm not going to try to paint it up like that. But I mean, it does happen, and for the people that it happens for, it's it's important to them and it's, you know, and it's important to me. I, I definitely enjoy, enjoy it.
1: So, um. Okay. On that note, on that <laughs> note let's talk, let's talk about your suit. How My did you, suit? how did you obtain it?
3: I purchased mine. I commissioned mine from uh, an artist who will more than likely want to remain unnamed. Um, and then, yeah, got it shipped to me.
0: Yeah, sure. It then, sounds like it's expensive. I think you would want to plug, but that's all right.
3: Yeah, I mean, I specifically requested a suit that was, you know, modified and had an SPH and all that stuff, and so they didn't. They, they would not want to plug because it is quite shunned. I mean, I'm not. going to... Oh, gonna... you know,
2: that that brings up a point. I've heard of uh, some artists having a warranty that if they ever find out that you have made an SPH in your suit, they will avoid uh, your warranty and not do any more repairs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, that's actually good business. I mean, I mean, you are you are bringing that suit, you know, in more danger of of damages, right?
3: I would. Yes. Well, it depends on how vanilla you are. But yeah, I would I would assume that, yeah, it's going to see a little bit more wear and tear
1: (laughs) added friction. Exactly.
3: The fur gets worn away.
1: Uh, So do do you wear cutoffs when you go to conventions?
3: I do, actually. I'm one of those people. And I and I want to correct myself from saying not everyone who wears shorts it, has an SPH. Or has a, you, you just know.
0: said, like, in no <laughs> uncertain terms. No, you were like, oh, God, every single one of yeah, them. Well, not every single one.
3: That's because it's funny when you say it like that, but now that I have a chance to correct myself. No, I just
0: don't want to piss anyone
3: off, and it's not true. I don't know if that's true. I'll tell you what, everyone that I've met that, worn short, that wore shorts that I've had the pleasure of seeing otherwise without them had an SPH, so... From all my data points, it's 100%, but I can't say everybody.
0: It's would cool. you say that if, if the internet didn't exist, that, that the three of you would all be furries at this point?
3: I would. I, don't
4: I wouldn't know. know. That's a tough one.
3: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't know. It, furry in the definition as it exists today, because it exists, probably not. But I would still have this connection to to my animal. Because I had that before I found furry. Yeah. So i didn't really, i didn't really need, need the the furry community per se I,
4: I I think I have always kind of been a furry at heart. I may not have known it if the internet didn't exist since that's kind of how my, I found it through my friend who found it through the internet, but I think at heart I would be I just might not know it
0: okay because I mean, I mean definitely the internet is is one of those things where it can it can you know take an aspect of 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 anyone, and just kind of and kind of ramp it up very extremely and very quickly. Um, I mean, it
3: it gives you like a place. It's like a it's it's an enormous melting pot where everyone can kind of throw spices in, right? So it it easily makes things like this explode.
0: It also seems that there's a there's there's such a huge social aspect to this. I mean, you 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 know you 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 know people in the furry community, and and when scandals happen, you kind of know about it. Um, does that take Does that take a, a, a lot of time to to keep up on on furry matters?
4: I have always been one to stay away from drama. Even through high school, I was just kind of like, if there was drama, I would just get the heck out of it. So I've kind of surrounded myself with a group that isn't very dramatic. And even when something does pop up, I don't partake in it at all. If I have something to say to somebody, I say it separately and privately so I don't start anything. So I've been doing pretty good with staying out of the furry drama so far. I've been actually
2: uh, involved in the drama community for um, at least a small portion of my time.
0: (laughs) Wait, wait, wait.
2: It's um, wait. Hold on, a hold on. separate drama community. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, the way I started out, I got tired of seeing a lot of really, really uncomfortable art on uh, websites like VCL and Fur Affinity. And there were communities on LiveJournal dedicated to um, lampooning these things. Uh, they have very, uh, very strict rules about what you can and can't post. And I vcl horrors does not exist anymore but um what the fuck for affinity does <laughs> i haven't gone there for several years and i can only assume it's gone way more downhill than it already was
0: <laughs> and this My is impression. a lot of like of like pointing out shitty furry art and laughing uh, at it. yeah
2: just the, things like why oh, why, why why do you feel the need to post this sort of things sure uh, Why why do you have this fetish why are you broadcasting it because it's the sort of things that a lot of people aren't comfortable with. Um, there's other, for a time, a place called drama Chan exists. And that was created specifically to keep track of certain individuals. Uh, <laughs> uh, That's there, there was one, we there was really one artist, that. Yeah. one artist was a known tracer, even though she was a very good, uh, renderer. Um, there was another person who was known to make hate art and generally, um, be an idiot online. And people would just post and post about these people as if they were, you know, celebrities.
0: (laughs) Would you say that, that, you know, in a, in a 24 hour period that you, that you, you shift from like, you know, this is, this is time where I'm living as a furry. This is time where I'm living as a not furry. Like, do you kind of have to separate those things out or is it always
2: one identity? For me, it was a phase. (laughs) I I had recently been kicked out of a furry community for uh, criticizing the way they ran things. It was a very box (laughs) style community, (laughs) so that's how I found the uh, drama communities. Because I'm like, oh man, fuck these guys. What what are they doing? You know, this that kind of thing. And that was me for about uh, maybe three years before I realized I was
4: becoming a terrible person. (laughs) (laughs) For me, with the whole, is it separate from my life or not? I, I It really isn't. I don't see it as a separate entity from who I really am. I really don't, I don't believe I'm an actual snow leopard. Uh, I know I'm a human, but it's, like like I said before, it doesn't really affect my lifestyle at all. And I'll sit down and doodle some animal character whenever. It really doesn't affect my life that much.
0: Does it affect your, your life choices? Do you, do you associate more with, with people who identify as furry? or
4: The only reason I do is because I recently moved out of my hometown that I had grew up in and moved to Chicago. Uh, so I didn't know anybody when I came out here. And that's how I've been making friends is by going to meets and meeting people. So for now, most of my friends are furries. Right. But I I don't strictly say I only want furry friends or so.
3: Yeah, I mean, I sim- I have definitely a predominant amount of furry friends and it's simply because they just tend to be more interesting people on a whole than non-furry at least of the the population
0: that I exist among. Furry people are more interesting than non-furry people.
3: <laughs> they tend yeah, to be a little be. bit I mean they yeah. they tend to be very eccentric folk. It's 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 a very every person tends to be distinct like you don't really see a lot of common tra- i mean there are common traits but they're more generalized and more like they are all good people or they are more all open-minded people um
4: yes definitely know. open-minded
3: it, and it's 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 simply because i've been in in the community now and kind of active in it for a while i just it became more of the norm like at this point, the, peop- the population of people I know are f- significantly more furry than non-furry, so by default, I'm going to have more furry friends.
0: It's a very strong social, social structure.
3: Well, I mean, How- it, has, it has to be. If it wasn't social, socially based, we'd all just be a bunch of people in our basements pretending to be animals on the Internet. I mean, sh- <laughs> short, of, short of that, you know, where are people going to sell their art? Where are people going to sell their fursuits? Where are people going to meet... You know, and socialize. It has to be.
4: Yeah, personally for me, I grew up in a kind of stuck-up town, I guess if you would, where mm-hmm. if you didn't fit the norm, you were kind of outcasted. And I had very few friends. So when I found the furry community and found more people like me and they were interested in the same thing, it really helped me kind of open up and be happier. It's. Um... I'm just naturally reclusive.
2: I. <laughs> 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 i uh, i found I found my- bo- my boyfriend who was a furry through the internet. Uh, we moved in together from there we found other furries that happened to live in the area. We all lived together for a while and they had a massive uh, group of furry friends and now i'm involved with them and it, it's It's very exponential right <laughs> so,
1: so do you, do you have any friends who aren't furry at this point
2: yes <laughs> um, my real life friends but uh
0: so you would say you would say for you that your real-life friends are not furries and all of your online friends are. Is that right?
2: Uh, yes, I would say so. There's, I find there's no reason to really bring furry into a society, not really society, but a group of people that aren't disposed to it.
3: See, now, I have a lot of real-life friends, or real-life friends. <laughs> I have a lot of non-furry friends, and they all know that I'm furry, and... Everything Do they know that they're less fine.
0: interesting? Uh, <laughs> no. No. Because,
4: because, those, we, because We try to those keep that a secret. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's
4: good. A lot of my non-furry friends know that I am a furry, and I actually drug my two best friends into being furries, which was awesome, so... You
1: say you, you, <laughs> it sounded like you said drugged. That's what I thought <laughs> no, you <could> dr-
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a special pill for that. <laughs> I drugged my two best friends, and suddenly they were furry.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, I just, I just pulled them along with me into the community.
0: Honestly, did, my... did they become uh, exuberant members thereof?
4: My one friend, yes. He clicked right in with them, and he's like, wow, this is finally the group of people I get along with, because he's a very different person also. The other one is not so much into it, but he still enjoys it.
1: Now, now have any of you told your parents... Yes. Yes.
2: Mine actually flamed me on Live Journal anonymously. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. That's that's a better answer than I could have no, ever
4: expected. No. Yeah. This my dad and his I think wife at the time, whole crazy family. Anyway, yeah. they went to Pittsburgh and were staying at the Weston during Anthrocon before I was a furry. And so when I told him he was like Oh shit. <laughs>
0: one of those. I've please seen don't,
4: those please don't please don't tell me you dress up as a fluffy animal uh not yet <laughs> that was, how does
0: that conversation go would you say that's that's fairly similar to coming out as gay is it is there a lot of time that's spent kind of explaining what you're telling them
4: a if, little bit i i asked them right off the bat if they knew what it was my dad kind of was like eh kind of so i explained my side of it you know And I even said, you know, there is this side that's a little bit weird, but I'm not in it. And so that's kind of helped me that I wasn't as much of a sexual freak as I am. Just I like the animals. So it was easier for me to tell my parents.
3: I'm so horribly offended.
4: I'm sorry. No, this I'm is, just this saying was, it's easier. This was
0: intentional casting decision. You are the sexual freak of the group. You're very you. happy in that role. So
3: yeah, I'm know. perfectly fine with that.
4: I don't. I don't hate those people. I don't think they're any let i don't think any less of them i just personally don't participate in it that's all
2: i have a uh, person i'm very good friends with who draws uh fat furs and diapers and so forth and i'm not interested in it in any degree but he is still an amazing person and i really enjoy talking to him <laughs> so i mean they can they can get past other people's interests and fetishes and just you know talk and be people and be open
0: would you say that the the um the furry community like as a whole is 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 too prone to to positive feedback that there's that there's a little bit too much like you know your drawing looks good and and it's not at all creepy that you want to shit into a diaper
2: i see that a lot
3: (laughs) i would be careful to say that there's too much positive feedback I, i i guess i would say like furry has somehow become the one place where you can project and dump anything about yourself and as long as you throw a fursuit on it it's disconnected so like yeah. there, there's a lot of people who are simply here because <coughs> excuse me this is the one place you can go and there's always going to be someone out there who's immediately going to identify with you Sure. Um, I guess in, in that regard is, but is that too much positive feedback if you really think about it, if someone's like has this something inside them where they have this need to draw diapers, where else is that person going to go and get validated? And, and is seeking validation in that right or wrong?
2: I think it's uh, very important to be more critical in the fandom uh, for the reasons that you stated. I've seen... People actually sort of devolve in in morals and so forth because they fell in with a group of people who said, "No, no, no it's a, it's perfectly normal to do this," and it, it's like a cult. It's a cult personality. Uh, it's really a troublesome problem, but thankfully, it doesn't surface much.
3: I mean, in a case like that, would you say the 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 originator was had some form of like malice and intent? Like there was. There was ill intent in trying to bring someone in?
2: That is extremely difficult to say. Uh, Intent
0: intent doesn't necessarily have to have anything to do with it either. I think, I I feel like...
2: I I think it's a need to belong with other people that causes it. uh, And the the more people you can draw in, you know, the more you can feel as if what you like is normal.
0: There's a a sense that, that that kind of permeates is that is that like you said it's it's sort of a it's sort of a catch-all for for people of 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 varying shades um and it's kind of a you know let your freak flake fly fly kind of thing um which is which is totally beneficial for people in in some aspects but i think there's other aspects where you know because it's because it's tight-knit because it's um it can be ceaselessly uh supportive that Maybe it's fostering things. Maybe it's fostering bad turns.
3: Well, I can I see what you mean. Where if someone falls into a place where they're essentially being validated something, and they're going to perpetuate something that may, in the end, really only be serving someone else's need. I mean, yeah, that's that's probably not something that is good for the individual, but. When you boil it all down, it's the individual that makes the choice to put themselves in that position. So there's there's definitely a sense of of, of ownership to it. So Sorry. I can't I can't blame furry because I can't blame everyone in furry simply because there are a subsegment of, of people who validate an action that others might not find to be very healthy.
0: Certainly, you know what I mean. Twist, what
1: do you
3: um, sorry man man i'm such a downer
1: no no yeah. no it's, it's, let's talk uh, about dicks again <laughs> okay yeah. i'm okay
4: with this <laughs> Yep. Uh.
1: <laughs> come on i know that you
3: want at least at least 15 minutes on it yeah we only spend about five or six okay
1: okay uh ari um C- cerberus adapter is that, is that what that's called i a sent Cer- you the Cer- link cerberus adapter you, I sent you oh, the that, link. That was from you, right? Yeah.
0: yeah
3: that was from me.
1: <laughs> what about So thanks,
0: it? because,
1: you know... Have you used one?
3: I, was, I own one, yeah. Oh. Okay, so... I, I don't
1: have a conversation without having to e- send our listeners to a website to, to see it, because I can't quite describe... <laughs> to
3: do you, describe yeah, it, do yeah. you want me to describe it for you?
0: So I'm, so, I'm sorry for anyone that's, that's you know, because I don't necessarily want to... Uh, But there's, it's basically it's a it's a dog dong and then there's a there's a cock ring at the bottom of it. That's correct. (laughs) Now, how does that work? I don't understand how that works.
3: All right, so it's hollow. You put your penis into it, and then the ring on the backside goes around your sack, so it kind of like holds it on. Oh. Yeah, and then you can use it to like either you can use it to masturbate or you can like use it and put it in someone and there's. like a simulated knot so you could like knot them if you wanted
0: to or if they wanted sure why would you why would you masturbate with it um well Sometimes like you
2: just want a dog deck
0: yeah I mean like if well you're, clearly if, I mean as the manufacturers of this product have proven yeah but.
3: absolutely and if I mean there's there's two different reasons for this and one's not furry and one's furry but the furry one would be like if you know if you're a dog and you have this projection of self where you are an anthropomorphic dog and you want to, you know, and it's a sexual thing for you. Wouldn't it more wholly complete the fantasy if you went to touch your dick and it was a dog dick? You know, closed eye imagination, you could see yourself as a dog and now you're jerking off and your dick feels like a dog stick. So it's a more complete fantasy. There's also, it's also used in uh, pup play, which is more of a BDSM scene um, to simulate, uh, you know, the silhouette of a pup. More accurately,
1: you can't you can't get like a barbed feline dick, can you?
3: Um, not one that you can put your own penis through, but they do sell them in like the dildo variety. Oh,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> would you say? I mean, uh, so so you so you you, you own a a, a a a dildo that that simulates a, a dog dick? Yeah. Um, would you would you say that you're that you feel body dysmorphic? that that, that, your, that your human body is is inadequate
3: no, not at all I, okay. I, I, ha- I have my, my brain fully wrapped around the fact that this is simply just a projection. this isn't like I don't think I was born into the wrong body or that humans are inferior or anything like that, at least for me this is it's purely mental, it's purely an energy
0: okay yeah. Obviously, you would you would all say that your 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 time in the in the furry community uh, has been a has been a beneficial one. Um, if there was if there was an aspect to the furry community that you would say this is a bad aspect, um, what would that be? Actually, you know, let's let's start let's start positive instead. What's the best aspect of the furry community? What's what's the thing? What's the thing that not the not the 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 identity, but, but actually the community itself. Like what's the best thing that they offer? Uh
2: they the fact that
0: wow, everyone's jumping. I, uh,
2: yeah. I like the fact that I can openly be a uh, vaguely nymphom um, vaguely nymphomaniacal, uh, polyamorous bisexual girl and nobody gives a shit. I mean, it's just standard fare. Sure it's I'm not saying that everyone you know is like me but it's they're very accepting okay.
3: it, it it is a place that will very rarely very very rarely will someone get immediately pushed away it's a very open armed community and because of that once you once you come to the con or once you actually meet some furries you're almost guaranteed to find a little subgroup that you click even further with so it's 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 kind of like once you make, once you make the leap or whatever, and actually start to socially engage the the community, it's it's very difficult to
0: not find your place. Um,
2: but All my <coughs> friends are friends with my other friends.
0: <laughs> so so the best thing about the furry community is that it's a it's a close knit community, that's not judgmental. Is that is that Mostly. accurate? Mostly, most some
2: people are Mostly. judgment. Some people are judgmental of other people, but for the most part, it's very accepting. Yeah, yeah.
3: you always I could get agree
4: trolls. Always get trolls. Sure. Yeah. For me, though, I think that part is a very, very good part, and the best part for me is the fursuits. suits. I absolutely love them, just so much. Uh oh. <laughs> <Now, now>,
0: Explain <laughs> me to too. me too. Explain. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know your love of the fursuits, suits, but explain to me your love of the fursuits, suits, What What? What what is it that you love so much? Is it do you uh, think they're cute or?
4: Oh my god, they're so cute! <laughs> uh, just fluffy and cuddly and playful. I mean, I've I've been obsessed with them for over two years now, and finally got my own. So I'm kind of living the dream right now. But for me, I think that it allows people to be who they want to be, or even more of themselves. Because for me, I became very shy and I'm just naturally an outgoing person but when I put on my suit and go out I feel like I can approach people and interact with them without worrying about you know how I look and I, I just look cute and, and friendly and playful so
1: is, yeah. is, is are there any sort of awkward moments uh, when, when interacting with another person who's wearing a fursuit over um, gauging reaction due to the lack of facial movement
4: yeah, there there is. My suit has sort of three D eyes where they're set back a little bit, so they kind of appear to be following you. Um, so that kind of helps a little bit more with the interaction. I'm not just staring blankly. My eyes do move a tiny bit. Suiters become very good at miming. Yes, yes.
2: Yeah,
0: the and just
4: keep moving, keep moving, person, and keeping playful.
0: So would you, so people that people that are used to fursuits move around like Power Rangers. Um,
3: I wouldn't say Power Rangers, but, like, a fursuit can definitely get basic emotions out. There's also a tenant, or whatever, a canon, I forgot the word it would be, so you're not supposed to talk in suit, but there are don't a lot of people... not magic or whatever. There are a lot of people who talk in suit as well.
2: That We're, is just plain hard to understand them sometimes. It's
3: true. It
4: depends on the situation for me. If I'm around kids, I usually don't talk. Um, I do have a squeaker that I squeak to be cute, um... But if I'm around friends or other furries, I don't mind talking at all. I think, you know, it's it's almost more fun and I don't know you get to do more. But expressions not talking, just exaggerate everything, you know, and just yeah. be just you know, if you're sad, cover your face and cower and
0: how often do you how often do you put your fur fursuit on?
4: Unfortunately I just got mine a few weeks ago, so I haven't gotten many chances to, but I mean I would wear it all the time if I could I've gone out on a couple outings And I went to Anthrocon But I, I, It's not like I wear it around the house that much Sometimes I put on the tail just to be silly But I Yeah I, it's not a normal everyday Thing for me
0: And are there? do you have instances where people uh, Where people respond strongly In like a negative way
4: I haven't come across it yet Uh, When I first got the suit, I actually took a a walk around the block, which was a mile, just to see how I can stand the heat and stuff. Because it was like a 90 degree day and I just wanted to get a feel for it before I go and do something extreme. And since I wasn't being playful and acting that much, I was just walking, I got Mm -hmm. a lot of strange looks. But the worst comment that I got was some guy driving by yelling out the window, Hey, Red Sonic person! So
0: Wow. <laughs> that was a yeah. guy that did not think out his words. Yeah, <laughs> no. <that was>
4: <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that and that's about one. how he said it. He was kind of like, red Sonic person thing.
0: <laughs> you can you imagine know. him tr- keep driving going, idiot, yeah. damn it. That's exactly what I was going to say.
4: <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I mean, I got a lot of strange looks. And even some kids were, like, kind of sitting in a van. They were about to leave, and I kind of went up in waves, and they were like, eh, Okay. <laughs> but it's only because it wasn't, it, it was strange. I was just walking along. I wasn't acting or playing with anything like I was at the park where I was running around and rolling on the ground and swinging. And so it just depends on the situation. Okay.
0: What would, would you say that anything, uh, is, is there, is there something about the, the, the free community that, that you'd like to change? Like something that's bad about it that, that you wish weren't the case?
3: Uh. I, I, I would. It, it, I've, as furry gets more popular, at, as it approaches this, you know, this apex of mainstream. I mean, I'm starting to see kids, you know, that wear tails to high school, and, and it, I, I, I see this mainstream breakthrough encroaching. Um, it's going to make me sad if there, there's a probably a minority segment, but a larger minority segment of people who are going to get pushed out and simply aren't going to get to be furries as they are. I can almost guarantee there will come a time where you can't have like a furry in a cheerleader outfit, or you can't have a furry in anything that could be even mildly, you know, mildly looked at as sexual. And I I, I want to say that it's, the furry is a lot more to me than just sex, but I also feel like it's wrong to say that the community, like that aspect of the community isn't furry. Because I think it is. And that's that's probably the one thing I would change about okay. it. Is I wish people were just a little bit more comfortable with that idea.
2: For I would me not the high school mentality. Oh yeah, there's that,
4: there's <laughs> that Drama, drama, drama. Yeah, there's definitely that. I'm not saying in any way that I want the sexual side to go away because humans are very sexual creatures and that's just always going to be there. But I wish we could get rid of the people that are just openly sexual in public. And we all know some horror stories, but just people who give us a bad name almost on purpose, you know, they go out and they try to make us look bad. I just wish we could get rid of those people. (laughs) That's all.
0: It's a, it's a fragmented, fragmented community.
4: Well, guys, thank you so much for,
0: uh, for sitting down for this Irregular conversation.
4: it <laughs> <laughs> was fun. fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost sad re- it's almost over.
0: This just terrific. I've learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Lemon. That's Boost Rain Gear. This has been Irregular. For more information on the Irregular podcast, visit irregularpodcast.com. We are looking for more people to talk to, so if you or someone you know has a peculiar predilection and a headset that sounds good enough, email me using the link on the site, and maybe we can make a new episode out of it. Keep in mind that we're looking for a civil, funny, and informative conversation with the people who populate our internet. So if you're hoping for a shouting match, you could always just get into a fight with your parents. Furry casting for this episode is provided by Sid Icarus. His webcomic Inhuman is online at inhuman-comic.com, and it has many, many, many pages. You could be there for a while. Our regular is produced by The F Plus, the website for which is thefpl.us. Any thoughts you might have about this episode? We've got a comment section set up just for that. Thanks for listening. We'll have more irregularity for you at some point.